Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool kids be like. Chemistry sucks a D. Adults be like. Physics, honey, not for me. But we're all just alive for a tinty bit. And science is the best way to understand it. Psycho, we show you studies are vague. Psycho. Even scientists can be gay. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub science here to make things make sense. Okay, Mitch, what is happening right now? <laughs> it is in the middle of the night, like 2.30 a.m. We are in the midst of recording an ASAP Science video in which we are staying up for 36 hours. So we're currently feeling a little kooky because we're normally in bed by like 11-ish or 12. Like this is... Our bodies are clockwork. So how are you feeling, Greg? I'm feeling exhausted. Yeah, I can. I feel like I'm a little kooky and like I'm spacey, but I feel like you're like. <laughs> well, you just said kooky twice really quickly. You don't usually say. And kooky, you so are I think like you're kooky. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> am. Um, but I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. Wait, but I'm also what? dreading. Oh, I just feel like you seem a little more like drunk almost like i need sleep <laughs> i don't know why we're doing it no why are we doing this we're doing this because we're gonna actually see how our face is oh, oh god no. yeah we're testing <laughs> beauty so there's like some studies. we're testing beauty for those who are, have already watched the video and now are listening to this podcast or already know but the whole point of the video is going to be to see how different we look after 36 hours and i just sleeping. looked in the mirror and i look dreadful me too my eyes are already like bloodshot and i'm like we have like so much like more time 15 hours left to go or oh 16 my hours god what are we gonna do i feel like, like that's crying. more than i am like normally awake in one day <laughs> that's what more we have to do so just we're gonna put this out there at the beginning of this episode that like if things are different if the vibe feels weird maybe it'll be great maybe it'll be bad like you can let us know but it's gonna be different. For LOL, sure. that you can let us know. You can let us know. Hashtag That's like how you're gonna get out of it. It's like no. Okay, wait. What would we normally do at this time? Okay, what's up? Oh yeah, how's it going? Otherwise, well, I want to see hustlers. Oh, I do too. It seems like it's getting good reviews so far. Okay, well, it would have been way better if I'd seen hustlers. Oh, we went to Tiff and saw a really bad movie. Did we already talk about that? Not on this podcast. Uh, no. What was the movie again? Oh my god, I'm not ready to remember something. Completely. It's called Beginnings and Oh, it was bad. It was so it was bad. Like I feel bad because I don't want to. Didn't feel bad. I don't at know. All. Just in case, like someone, I I don't like what? criticizing art sometimes when it's like someone could hear me and be sad. Like some obviously no. Okay, one. that's so <laughs> nice of you to say, but I'm like, wait, because I'm like a, celebrities. I'm about, because I'm about to say like I have never been more bored in a film ever, and I know they were trying to do something interesting, so I feel like okay, bad. it was literally about Shailene Woodley hooking up with Jamie Dornan and Sebastian Stan, and that was the problem. Yeah, I was like, that's not a that problem. She had two boys that were that were hot. so hot. There were like six sex scenes in the movie, and one was the one was just like kind of bad and hot, <laughs> and the other was just like kind of like beautiful and made her dinner. And it was like she was like, well, what do I want? The bad hot one or the dinner one? And it was just like, <laughs> this isn't tension. This is the best yeah. life ever, and these guys are freaking hot. And I think Jamie Dornan was supposed to be like a deadbeat or something. Like he. Like, he was so hot. Yeah. And then after, also, no offense to them, but I guess offense to them, like, everyone's obsessed with celebrities. But then when they were asking him questions, I was like, Jamie Dornan, like, either 
has sleep deprived or like cannot answer these questions. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I, I don't know like, which one he was. The really the hot one with the beard. Oh, he was like yeah. a model turned actor. Like yeah, he would just be like, he would else. just start talking about something and then he'd be like, well, I guess I didn't really answer your question. What was your question? I was like, come on, Jamie Dornan. <laughs> I'm like, we look up to these people Maybe so much. Maybe he was much. sleep deprived. Now we're going to yeah. understand after tonight. No, that's so true. I love how I'm trying to be like, dang, we're not that intelligent. And I'm like, I don't really know if I'm making any sense. <laughs> Uh, so that's what we've been up to. We went and saw, oh, no, we went to my mom's birthday this weekend, and we also went to your really close friend's uh, wedding as well. Yeah, that was really fun. Was fun. So we had a fun weekend. So I feel like already coming off this weekend, we might have been a little, like, already sleep deprived. So leading into this now, I'm like, is it going to be extra Our worse? poor bodies. We're going to get I'm, sick. We're for sure. Going to science. We're going to get sick. We're going to get sick. Our immune systems are literally shutting down right now. Hashtag okay, we need spoiler. to like we need to like slap each other in the face and like let's do this. Okay, let's let's do well, it. What let's did a get YouTuber do? The... They be like, oh, welcome to the Today's YouTube channel. We're gonna absolutely go off and, and pop like, off let's and crack a rock star or a Red Bull because they're all obsessed with that. But oh, really? that's one still? of our rules for our challenge right now is that we can't have caffeine. Oh, people still do that. The rock stars. Yeah, I think a lot of like YouTubers, but also creative people like love um like Rockstar and Red Bull. Wait, maybe we need to just drink more Red Bull. No, 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 no. Oh, right. That is not a good idea. <laughs> In <Wait>. our lives, <laughs> it's A, disgusting, and B, not disgusting. It's, I actually more meant to say, one time I, I remember in university, I tried to use it as a studying tool, and I actually went crazy. Okay, Red Bull's either an Austrian or Swiss company. Isn't that so weird? I thought it was, like, for sure American. Like, yeah. X Games, like, din it down. But it's like, no, it's actually Austrian. Yeah, Isn't I that weird? Know. And uh, is Rockstar... American then? That, oh, that seems soul. That seems death. Rockstar. It's called Rockstar, and then the 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 oh, image monster? of it's like a claw. Oh, that's, that's monster. monster. Is that Whoa. an energy drink? I used There's to drink lot. Rockstar with vodkas a lot. That's bad for your heart. Oh, for my sure. own Instagram's loaded on my <laughs> iPad. Well, I guess I'm self-obsessed. All right. Well, I think we'll get, we'll get to talk of a lot more about all this stuff as we jump in to this episode, but we might as well get into yeah. what we learned. Oh, what did we learn this week? So my... I cannot believe I'm about to try and talk about this because it's about quantum <laughs> physics. Oh my god! Uh, uh, okay. Good luck. Um. So, mine's like really easy. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, mine's kind of sad too. Oh. Um. So, yeah. I'm just you know I'm just going right there. I'm trying so hard to just like rock star energy slash Red Bull my brain and get myself out of this trough. It doesn't work. <laughs> but I am stuck in a trough. Stuck in a trolley. Okay. Really. What did you learn? Okay. So. When it comes to the concept of physics, so there's particle theory, right? That's the understanding. I think the best way to describe <laughs> what? Oh my god! No, no, no! You're doing great. I'm just thinking about how, where this is going and how hard it's going to be, even for me to understand. I literally right was just focusing so hard, and if I shut my eyes for too long to focus, I'm going to fall. My head's going to hit the mic and I'm gonna fall asleep. Okay. So there's particle theory, which is something that you and I would understand as like <laughs> stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like you and I would understand as like that like concept of like <laughs> neutrons, protons, electrons. Like when you actually like draw those diagrams, like in high school, a lot of mm -hmm. people can relate to that. You know, yeah. like everything is made up of particles. You Absolutely, get, you get smaller and smaller. <laughs> Quantum physics are even smaller than that. Like mm -hmm. the like if you think about like quarks and things like that. It, like we're talking about smaller particles than that, but it still okay. exists in what you would define as particle theory. Okay. Uh, yes. And, you know, to study them, we have the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, which is that every time you, like, actually try and study these small things, you affect them, so it's hard to really understand mm -hmm. how they work fully, okay. okay? But we do understand a lot about them. And our understanding of them falls short, though, because when we think about Einstein's theory of relativity and gravity, and we think about particle theory, <laughs> if you... What? Oh my God! Is this not making keep sense? Keep going! Keep going! Keep going! I just needed to get there. Wait, is it making sense? It is. It is making perfect perfect sense. Keep going. Okay, part our understanding of particle theory and our understanding of gravity don't fit together. That doesn't mm. make sense. This is a huge issue within the world of physics and quantum physics. Okay. And I just have been reading books on it, and it's really interesting. And string theory is one theory that people think could link them together. Okay. I don't know if I'm getting too into detail, but string theory right now, the only way that they, like mathematically makes sense is in 10 dimensions. We currently do not live in oh 10 God, dimensions. Oh my God, what? Okay, does that, okay, so maybe that, that was maybe that was too... I, okay, halt the brakes, halt the brakes. You don't even need to know I'm that. also like, I don't know I understand where this is going at all. 
Okay. I'm just like, you're explaining things that I'm understanding, but then I'm oh. also like, what are we talking about? Oh my God, I'm about? so happy that you were even able to say you understood that. Well, I mean, everything you said has made sense, but then okay. I'm like, what is it? what's the point? Okay, <laughs> so this is my tragic part. What am I talking about? Anyways, two famous and very important physicists passed away recently. Oh. So Stephen Gubser died. He was only 47 years old, climbing a mountain in the French Alps and he was using string theory really well to study black holes and was one of the like few scientists in the world who was like getting somewhere with figuring out how to use string theory to link particle physics to the theory of relativity. So it's not like he actually was just like an individual beautiful mind. He wasn't yes. like working with the team. A, a genius. Working with the team. He like, oh, But that he is gone is like a huge loss. Oh yeah, no. I mean like he was working with the team because all physicists work together with other people but he was like an astoundingly smart right. person who was like mm. so published who died hiking in the French Alps and then Anne Nelson who also died hiking in Washington what? State. I know. In August, who was a leading okay, physicist. Okay, I'm not going to hike anymore. <laughs> no, well, it was really interesting because I started to get really into them. I started looking at all their Insta, Like, okay, yeah, I, like, stalked them fully. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, is that weird to admit? But whatever. No. I was trying to learn about them, and they, it was, like, a lot of physicists. They were There was literally an article talking about how a lot of physicists hike. A lot. And like the concept of being in nature nature? and to think and to kind of understand. And like it was like really kind of obviously sad but beautiful because like they did die doing what they loved and what really helped them to understand the world in a beautiful way. But I want to talk about her too because so she was 61 and she was a leading physicist who helped to understand why the current standing model of particle theory that I was talking about earlier seems to fall apart when we talk about gravity. Like so she was really understanding okay like why does part of this particle theory and, and the theory of gravity not work? Like she just knew mm. so much about it. And like, and she came up with this like brilliant mathematical equation to explain why there was more matter than antimatter in the universe, which essentially is the only reason that we can like exist. And she understood this and she had teachers who are these really famous physicists that after she died said that she was just one of their students who just like immediately when they were teaching her, they realized she would come to them and they'd be like, she knows so much more than I do. Like she was just like mm. such a like brilliant mind. So it's just sad so because sad, yeah. those are such in like the more I'm learning about physics, I'm like, these are the most like it's the cutting edge of what we capable are capable of knowing as humans. And these people had the actual like knowledge and understanding. And it just shows you how fleeting it is and how important mm-hmm. these people are and how minimal that like there's not that many of them. And that how it's like, you know, it's really sad when people like that die and, and like they should be memorialized. Yeah. I mean, it's sad when anyone dies, really, when you think about it. Yeah, that's true. They, they're not like. And it is just kind of like, I guess life is, is fleeting. And so you should do it doing things you love. And hopefully they loved those things. Yeah, they did. They really did. It's obviously both tragic. They're both pretty young. Like 47 and 61 is pretty young. But anyways, mm-hmm. I think it was worth talking they're about. It really young. Yeah, it was weird. They both, like, it was so weird because I was just trying to learn a lot about these things on my own time and then just randomly started. It's, it was in the New York Times. Like, they, the New York Times spent a lot of time talking about them, which was good. But I read the New York Times science section every day and I was kind of like, oh my God, these two people who are talking about the things I'm interested in right now are now died, have died. Mm. Anyways, oh my God, hey. trying to take a Red Bull and shoot ourselves out of that butt. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, that's what I learned this I'm week. I'm going oh to God. turn are... the mood around. Okay, okay, good, good. That's what I want. And then, oh my God, a mariachi man came in. I can't even do that. Yeah, Craig, uh, what does a mariachi band sound like? Um, that is, it's like, I'm not even going to say anywhere between three to five Mexican. Isn't it a Mexican yeah. sort of thing? I'm not trying to uh, base this in any sort of gender identity, but usually when I have seen it, it has been men. And I really hope that, you know, we are getting to a time where there can be women and men together in a mariachi band. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know know if it's, but yeah. Oh, you really made, I really thought you were going to be like, this is a mariachi band. And then I was like, oh, what is a mariachi band? No, I wanted you to sing like what you think they would sound like. No, because all that comes to mind is, and hi diddly 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 And I'm just like, wow, my white like roots just come through. Okay. I am going to tell you something i hope you didn't hear about this but you're gonna love it you might have because you obviously love this subject matter whales it's whales okay all right have you been up to date on the news with whales um maybe not okay um basically whale researchers okay have were they hot uh, (laughs) uh, 
Probably. They're probably fit. They're swimming beside the whales. They're swimming beside the whales. No, dream. I don't actually know. So they have realized that whale songs that they sing. Which kind of whale? Minky? Humpback? I'm just kidding. All different. <laughs> okay. Whale songs are specific to the regions they come from. And then whales that travel and migrate pick up songs from whales that they meet on their journey and then reinvent their songs using songs from other whales. Okay, whales have culture, whales have accents. Like, literally. Um, so not only is that amazing, but it helps the scientists literally track where the whales have traveled because they know there's, like, distinct groups. So whales in, like, one part of the world and one part of the ocean, they, they've literally studied them, and they'll be like, they make these patterns and literally put these notes in this order, and then these themes repeat. Composers, really. They're composers. So they know those whales come from, say, like, I don't know, somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, or I don't I don't even want to guess where any of these whales come from. And That then, was a really good guess. <laughs> That's like one of the biggest bodies of ocean. Bodies of water. Um, and so they realized that then, wait, oh God. I oh my God, my you just happening. forget everything? Um, well, I have it here in front of me. But it was just like, they then meet other whales. They learn, they said they literally are learning riffs from other whales. And then they go on to sing it. And, and then they it becomes part of their okay. new vocabulary. Now and I have one request for you. What? To do a whale riff the best you could for me. If you want, I could also play. I would rather you sing it. Oh, okay. Oh, but yeah. Then I also... It is one of my new favorite songs. It's... Uh, oh. That was, was that really good. good. It like became a frog for a second, but then I was into it. Then I was like, wait, that's not a frog. Isn't that's that definitely a whale. Sound? Wait, I want to play one of these that just was out of my really computer good. to like see. Oh my god, you could make a living off of This is it. That's what you sounded like. <gasps> oh my god, I feel like crying. <laughs> it's so nice. Oh. Eh? It does kind of sound sad. That one kind of sounded like a fart. <laughs> that one's like the like bro. That's the okay. bro being like, what's up? And um, the other one is just like a beautiful. So yeah, these were they were realizing like there's distinct songs, but then the whales that travel pick up parts of other whale songs. And so like, well, everyone, that's so cool. That's it just so makes me cool. realize like whales feel like are crying. actually so intelligent, and it's actually crazy. They like humans are not the greatest species on this. No, planet. and you know what? Okay, I'm gonna say this, and I'm just exhausted. So whatever, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> I obviously think that climate change is extremely awful, and so is the Anthropocene. But maybe it needs to happen to just wipe out the pests that is us humans <laughs> to allow entropy to slow down and diverse oh, biodiversity Lord. to flourish on this planet and life sure, that could to happen. thrive. Or we and might whales kill all to us. thrive. We might take everyone down oh, with us. Oh God! But now I don't. Oh, I know. I know, I know. I'm not. I, that's what I mean. Grain of salt. Okay, but so both our what you learned this week <laughs> sounded pretty dark, but I Only think, still think whales I are beautiful. I really need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so obviously we've already mentioned we are talking about sleep deprivation today. I feel like you're ecstatic and maybe do you, have you pulled on nighters a lot in your life? A lot. Like Really? Like, well, what do you mean? Like I guess... Yeah, I why? Well, because but not with the intention to like keep staying up. So it would always be at times when like say on a Friday night in high school or something um I'd be up whatever at 7 a.m. and then because it was Friday night, then I would just like stay up playing video games until 7 a.m. again and then I would go and just Wait, sleep wait, you mean 7 p.m.? What? No, no, no come well, on. Wait, honey. No. Oh my god. 7 a.m. on Friday morning is when I woke That's up. That's when you go to school. Yeah. And then I'm saying I would stay up on Friday night all the way till 7 a.m. on uh, Saturday morning. That's an all-nighter for I sure. I know, but playing video games, but knowing I could sleep as anytime I wanted to. The so, rest, your parents would let you sleep all Saturday. My parents would freaking not let that happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that happened all the time. Or And then I'd probably sleep till like noon or one, which wasn't. Yeah, yeah. okay. I definitely slept till. Like, yeah, my parents would be like by sometimes. 10 a.m. The vacuum would be going. They'd be oh, no, like they'd evacuate me from the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'd be listening to music and they'd be like, oh, Gregory, the sun's shining and the lights <laughs> oh, are up. And, there we, and I'm just like. So, I think it was like harder for my family because we had so many more kids to just like have to put up the fights. But you also had a big house too. We had a big house. So our house was. Sorry. We didn't have a big house. We had a bigger house than you. But I like, think. I mean, like our house is so small. And, but it's like. But did you guys not like 
all of me and my siblings went through that phase where we did sleep till 2 p.m. Like in high school. Yeah, no, never. And you didn't think you needed that. There's so many studies. Greg's parents, if you're listening, there are so many studies that show that students should, like in high school, I was especially also if you're sleeping going much to bed later. in like a nerdy amount of early. <laughs> that was the <laughs> So, but were you happy to do that? Because some, so yeah, some yeah. kids are obviously early. Like, I remember early that risers. horrible feeling, like in the summer when the days are long, like lying into my bed and being like, it's broad daylight, and kids are literally <laughs> like playing in their backyards, like giggling. But like and what age? Like that would happen to me when I was like, an age that I was obviously sad, but it was like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to bed, and I like the lights are out, and I'm just staring outside. Like, oh my god! At these kids playing, my parents are gonna be like, "That's so unfair." <laughs> but I obviously think I did want to go to bed, and I don't know. I know I never slept past ten. Never. I honestly never. That's did. crazy to me. But I, as we aged, our parents would try to, to stop us doing that. But there was a period where they let all of us do that. Like when we were in like early high school, I feel that they would let us do that. And, and I would guess we, I would like party and I would stay out late and stuff, but I would, would never feel the up. need to sleep in that much. I would never well, go to bed that late. So. Yeah, so you haven't pulled many all-nighters then? I pulled one all-nighter at my camp and then... One? Yes. And then literally the next night we went to my cottage. Well, my rented cottage. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> like my cottage. We rent right. the same cottage every week, and we would say that, and then everyone who was rich around me would be like, "Well, we have a cottage, do you?" And I'd be like, "Well, okay, no, mine is rented." <laughs> but <laughs> my rented cottage, and I had. I remember having a tea, talking to my family about this amazing time I had at camp. Go to sleep, have a dream about peeing in a urinal, fully wet the bed. I'm oh my seventeen, eighteen oh years my old. Oh my god! Yes. I was picturing. I don't know why, but you, I forgot you drank. So I drank tea. Oh wait. No, I'm just saying that was my excuse is I drank tea before bed <laughs> and I was so tired. And then I, I'm going to wet the bed tomorrow, maybe. Oh, oh my God. No. And then I got up and I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> I peed the bed and I'm way too old for this. And I was too embarrassed. So I took the dude, like the cover sheet off yeah. that was soaked in my pee. And I just like walked outside and just threw it in the woods. <gasps> and then the next day when my parents were like, I just didn't Wait. have the heart then to tell them. They were like, did they go, where's the duvet? And then I was like, oh, you must not have ever put one down. Or like, we just didn't put one <laughs> oh down. God. And I think they were just like, have well. Have you told them this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I've told them story. now. Okay. Because, but then. So you just chucked it into the woods. Yeah. And actually, I every t- summer that we go back to the same cottage, I always look and I was like, I think it disintegrated. Oh, you think? Like. Cause the I, sheets just <laughs> disintegrate. Like, well, I looked and I'm like, I assume like no you said one you took were 17, so that's not that long. Or, I okay, them, or or someone who like takes care of the rented cottage no, literally was like, no, no, there's no, no, a no. disgusting piss wet them, sheet I, <laughs> in our yard. I put them <laughs> underneath like a big pile of wood like it was like wood and <laughs> moss lift up the whole I, pile literally in my in my drunken oh in my, my early God. morning stupor of panic of not wanting my parents to know that i pee-peed the bed at 17 i hid them underneath like a mossy like i love that you think that 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 she disintegrated <laughs> and has been there for decades or a well decade. i mean i look it's not there somebody found that greg and no <laughs> it disintegrated it was recycling it was biodegradable i helped the environment <laughs> Wait, you think? I don't think. Anyway, and, okay. And then the only other time is just remember like stupid high, like like sleepover parties and everyone would be like trying to stay. And now everyone like would try yeah. and have the last word. I, I was never was that kid. definitely the kid who like would keep everyone up. I would get oh, in trouble God, all I the time from my cousins. That. Like when my cousins were over, we would all sleep. We'd get to like sleep in sleeping bags in the living room or in the basement or whatever. But you're thriving right now, aren't and, you? And yeah, right now I'm actually like, pretty fine i still feel Ugh. a little loopy because now i have such a schedule but as a kid i would be the one who would get in so much trouble because my like uncles and aunts and my parents would be like you kids are still awake and it would really be they'd be like mitchell and sometimes i would have to be brought upstairs and be separated from everyone else because i was because what you were up. just like oh well uh, guys i have another question for you yeah What's i'd be like-, like yeah i would just love talking all night like i was just like a little fabulous little boy that's so are you serious <laughs> yeah like and then i they would hear me talking mostly so then i would it would be like oh, you're sleeping up here and letting the kids sleep and then i would get like locked in the bedroom oh on my, my own and <laughs> you're a little sleep disturber know. but I, even with asap science when when we started and then when you moved away and i would do a handful of the videos on my own like i would fully do all-nighters i every, love every single time i'd release a video i would have stayed up until like four 4 a.m. till or 10 a.m. depending how much work I have to do. I love those parts of sleepovers 
where like everything's starting to get quiet and a guy will be like yeah that's so run funny how that happens Wait, and then it'll like <laughs> go quiet and then someone will be oh, like yeah someone like, will be like everyone's deciding who's gonna keep up but yeah i I sorry i just like this brought me up to something else and like i'm tired enough that i'm gonna just like call out the mean straight boys at my school that all wanted to fiddle diddle when we had sleepovers when we were little Okay, Mitch. <laughs> oh my god. No, I mean like not fiddle. Okay, no, we first were first of all fiddle diddle. I, we were young, and I just remember you have like such fun. Like, what is that kooky? <laughs> like, you have this funny, like, weird way of like, like you were definitely raised Catholic. <laughs> like all these phrases have been given. To yeah. Me. Okay, fiddle. No, diddle. I just mean like I just remember like all the straight boys were curious when I was little. Eventually, they grew out of it. I know, okay. and then I didn't, but. Oh my god, this is so funny. This is like this is like big mouth. Literally. Because it's like a developmental thing. Like I love how you call them the straight boys, but it's like Well, because later they became the homophobic boys who were actually okay, bullies. That's to different. Me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's, that's why good. like I've deep down right. always held this part of me that's like these guys who later were they're my biggest fear. It, to this day, there's certain what? people no no, there's like some of them became nice eventually, but there's a period where a lot of them become kind of homophobic. And some of them I'm just like I like Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I hold this secret that could probably ruin their lives because they become these crazy homophobic yeah. people. But, but I wonder, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of guys, like... I think it's normal. Yeah, I think yeah, it's kind of normal. Saying that not they normal, are gay or but I don't know if it's or... like saying, if saying that is gay is... I didn't say it was gay. I was just like, I just need to call this out. Because I was like a late night boy, so I was always ready for some fun. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, but I... But But you did fiddle diddle. You did Mm -hmm. diddle a fiddle. You you learned... You love to play the fiddle. Yes, you know, I think we should move on. I think we should go into our studies. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Oh, my God. I'm yawning. I'm like... Oh my, gonna trigger me. oh my gosh, I'm sorry if anyone's listening to this in the morning before they go to work because you're probably feeling more tired. And if you are, watch our video about yawning. Yawning is in fact contagious. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do your study first? And you're more likely to feel the contagiousness of yawning if the person you see yawning, you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> That's why not we both yawned at each other. Not close, that you feel empathy towards. Oh, wow. Right, so family members and things, you'd be more likely to yawn. If you see them yawning because you actually have, like, empathy and you connect with their emotions. Yeah, but what if it's, like, some sick old person? Okay, I'm going to do my study okay, first because yeah. speaking <laughs> of family, speaking of which, <laughs> okay. any new parents out there? Anybody? Anyone? And then, oh, my God, listen quietly right now. Oh, did you hear that? Uh, that yeah. was one. Uh, my sister is uh, not a new parent, but has her, just had her second child recently. She's a new parent. Oh, oh, sorry. I mean, like she had her new parent first with number two. Yeah, my niece is like five years. New old parent now. with a number two. Twerking number to two. Big and dump your in the sister toilet. also oh, has a one-year-old, so they must be <laughs> currently facing this. Um, new parents face up to six years of sleep deprivation wait what so basically not in terms of like absolute time but it takes six years before they get back to their previous sleep they don't lose six years no 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 okay so that yeah when i first read that i was like that seems impossible because it is sometimes Um, science headlines are like that where you're like that's not right right. but um but yeah it just means like so just to give some details like during the first three months you lose the most sleep and 
obviously the strongest effect is in women because they're having to like breastfeed yeah, or breastfeed. a formula and and perhaps like uh, I don't know I haven't had kids but in my mind I'm like maybe they're more in tune and more connected and just like constantly worrying about the child I don't know if that's true okay, well, compared well, to the husband but this no I didn't mean to because the, the study like found like a big difference like it said um, after one year it dropped like they're sleeping uh, oh gosh where am I I've lost myself okay no the moms just like rated their sleep a lot worse like 1.81 points lower and the and the fathers only rated their sleep 0.79 lower on a scale from 1 to 10 um, does that make sense what I'm like what Doesn't scale matter. from 1 so to like, 10 so like before they had kids they were like what's your sleep like it's an 8 oh but then they and then after when they were having kids they, they were would, down in they the would, 0.75 no, no, out of 10 it would go go down by oh 1.1. my god so they'd be like i'm a six and a half now i thought that like out of 10 they were like 0.75 out of right. 10 i was like wow that's very specific. yeah the study's not surprising but they said it what they didn't think it would last this long so what it means it takes six years before you will get back to your pre-pregnancy sleeping I mean, I don't, again, I have no experience with this, but. I'm and like, as we know from reading this book, Why We Sleep, which inspired this episode and what our. What we're our, doing to ourselves right now is truly damaging. Um, it's, yeah, really bad. Any, even minor sleep is like missing half an hour a night and not getting like, or an hour is like a major detriment to like every aspect of your life. Be more specific when you say every, because I feel like you know your cognition, yeah. the way you look, your immune system, like like literally everything. Sleep is so important. We sleep a third of our lives, and we don't really understand why, but we just know that like creatures can't function without sleep. I really want to. <laughs> I mean, we have I'm, a lot of theories. On I'm why, so but. tired that I was about to say I really want a lipid bilayer sleep, which I meant to as lucid dreaming. Oh, I used to love trying to lucid I dream. I know. I've, I've, I've started to journal in the morning to try and lucid it helps, dream. Yeah. Because I think that I'm like, it was part of like my death anxiety I was dealing with in the summer. I was like, if I'm going to sleep, I want to be living life. <laughs> and so I'm like, and it, I mean, it hasn't worked. I've had a lot of very vivid dreams, but I haven't lucid. I, I lucid dream, dreamt once. But that's Only it. once? Yeah. I haven't. Okay, dra- oh, whatever. Wow, lose the dream all the time. <laughs> Shut your hole. So no, I definitely have uh, not lots, but probably like at least ten times in my life. Oh, shut up! At least uh, ten times more than you. Um, okay, no. I'm always going to Canada's Wonderland, like on roller coasters, <laughs> and always going up and up and up. And I'm so excited to go down. I never go down the roller coaster, and I always wake up before the roller coaster goes down. So I want to lose a dream and just enjoy that's a what you roller like. coaster for once. That is so sad. No, it's okay. It's beautiful. Well, that's not all it's I beautiful dream. that you're so I dream simple. Of, what the hell are you dreaming about? How to like <laughs> oh defeat capitalism and make democracy? No, flourish? it's like as soon as you lose a dream, you a start flying. Obviously, b start like controlling the okay, world. Okay, you're Neo from the Matrix. Okay, yeah, amazing. I don't even know. You um, definitely you're exaggerated. I feel like you've lucid dreamt. I'm gonna take a slow seven times. That might be right. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm uh, the ahead. only other thing I want to bring up uh, in terms of conversation that this brought up was. Um, that the old adage or phrase that it takes a it's village. It's actually pronounced adagi, but Okay, continue. true. It takes a village to raise a child. And this idea that like as societies have become more and more isolated and we yeah. like the family units have become smaller, it's so much harder for parents to deal with like It's not loss good. I know. Because I think if that. you lived in an extended family. like or hunter-gatherer. A hunter-gatherer family where there was lots of people, like everyone would be taken care of. And, and that's that how humans, that's how humans, you know, how we have evolved. We create one offspring that you need to nurture and flourish and have a lot of intellect. They require a lot of energy for their, our mm-hmm. powerful brains. But we don't have litters of children that like you expect some to die. Mm-hmm. And so it's obviously been a, like we have evolved to need to be taken care of. And that's a lot yeah. to put on one, one or, two, or people. two people, especially in the current, especially in the world. We live in capitalism. Where both are working make... every day and can't yes. like, like, yeah, it makes but a sense. lot of that's a, also a very Western ideology. It's also a Eurocentric ideology to be left to your own vices. Like I know a lot of other cultures and people around the world, they do have larger family units of course, to rely yeah. on. So it's I more just think it's nice to remember and for anyone who's like thinking of having kids, like feel like that should be part of the conversation we're having. Like how do you support your kid? And, and, and I know you might feel like you don't want to ask people to do it I think it, it is a conversation you, people are having, right? I don't know. I I actually don't know. People talk a lot about, about how hard it is, but is it hard. are people putting more work into making sure that they have like really great support well, groups the, around them? Well, the Canadian 
socialist government at work is when we found out that your cousin who lives in America yeah gets like a couple of weeks off it was I was actually like disgusted As a new mother lives in Massachusetts and only got what like four weeks or something, something like that and the father got like six days or something and so now they're in a daycare that's clearly a socioeconomic issue because you should be able to yeah. afford to do that it honestly makes me really sad and so for people who are listening from America like so in where we live it is like now that the, well the law was just passed that women get twelve months. Well, or you can choose. Months. You can choose six months. You can choose twelve months or eighteen months, and then like your um, income will be prorated based on that. So like I think if you take eighteen months, you get like thirty three percent of your salary. It depends on what your workplace will help you do. But I don't actually know all the different rules. But the longer you take, you, you're and you're they you'll be your able to get EI over. on that if you yeah. didn't have a particularly large salary, right? Yeah, I I don't know exactly how it all works, but it's Either just crazy way, to think that the support is existing in Canada to, financially. Yeah, like. It, some mothers want to go back to work early, and that's awesome. But if you want to in Canada, you can take the time. Which and we fathers know how. can as well. It's actually still not great for fathers in Canada. Like in some Scandinavian countries, like the fathers are also mandated to take. I know they have off. to do it, which is yeah. really interesting mm-hmm. because that's also that's how you create gender equality. Mm-hmm. And also, that's amazing. That's a beautiful thing that a father can spend the early moments of his child's life. It's, I don't know, just the point stressing. of life. Yeah, yeah, literally. Wow. Okay, that's really interesting. But essentially, you're going to lose your sleep if you have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare. That's. I think that makes sense. This one's literally just about how a Swedish study about how they figured out how you do look so much worse if you deprive yourself of sleep. So the study that our, our video is yes. dedicated on? Yeah, I thought it would be worth uh, talking about considering just giving people context as to why we were doing this. So what they did is they just got people and they did exactly what we're doing right now and made them stay up. They took pictures of them before and they took pictures of them after. Mm-hmm. And then they got random other people called the Raiders <laughs> to come in and rate these random photos as based on attractiveness right. and based on whether the people were considered to be socially appealing, people you would want to talk to. Mm-hmm. And this without same, knowing at all that they were anything like sleep deprived no 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 no, not at all yeah and then it was like very unanimously the people who were the sleep deprived photos people would rate as less attractive Mm. and less socially appealing to speak to (laughs) and the other and it also was like they're swedish they're probably all beautiful um (laughs) but the other people uh who are sorry not the same people but who had actually had proper sleep when they took photos of them with proper sleep they were considered more attractive and more socially appealing so it just really interesting because like obviously our bodies change when we are sleep deprived and it's like there's a lot of theories about it but mainly it's that when you're sleep deprived as you said your immune system goes down your cognitive ability goes down your ability to essentially live life safely goes down and so the thought is maybe it's an evolved trait so that people stay away so they don't get hurt and so that you can go sleep hurt or sick or whatever yeah Yeah. and so it's like i i mean that's an that's obviously an evolutionary biologist like Mm -hmm. take on it right but we can't say beauty sleep doesn't exist and if you want to look good you need to go to sleep yeah i i am really excited just to see like i know i know it's not gonna be so drastic but like i think we will i did look at it looking at yeah oh my myself God. now i'm like my eyes are it's so much so more weird. red like i feel like it's so weird that i can't necessarily put my tongue on what it so is they, they literally said based on the facial like analysis and a couple other studies that I read it's like you frown your frown gets more pronounced you look more sad they like literally the two ends of your on either side of your mouth will frown more you'll get more wrinkles around your eyes because you're Mm. kind of squinting so it's like kind of like okay, yeah, obviously a frowny person <laughs> wrinkles. I'm like, no, it's not how I would describe like the hottest person. Well, I mean, and even as we go through the night, like I've been so much more like frustrated by things and kind of more angry. Like, oh yeah, every time irritable. we cut this podcast, we are absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm. When I earlier was trying to play kidding. with one of these lights, I like wanted to punch the light because I couldn't. It got, it got stuck on something, and I was like so quick to get angry at like this inanimate object. So okay, this is awful. Let's move on because I. I literally as, if, as like if how... this ending means we can't even sleep after this. <laughs> True. <sighs> All right, my next one we've already we've kind of touched on the overarching premise, which is like sleep impacts your immune system. But in this study, they found that sleep deprivation is linked to literal gene alteration and just this is going to be really bad for us to hear right now. No. One single night of sleep deprivation of like an all-nighter. They they studied doctors who have to do like late yeah. night shifts. 
they um their DNA repair genes like go down, like turn off, and there's so many more DNA breaks compared to those who aren't working that same overnight but shift. Wait, DNA breaks in what? So like they're looking at, they take blood samples from them. They've taken them from um, like three days when they were healthy. Like specific cells. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to look for the name here. It was like. Uh, Obviously, the outcomes of interest were oxidation-induced lesions in DNA and eight oxaguanine DNA glycolase or something activity. So they're looking for these specific oxaguanine glycolase. <laughs> Sorry, they're looking for markers Drag in name. the blood which will represent how the de- genes are being expressed. And yeah, ultimately, it's like a single night damages your DNA. And what? And that ultimately contributes to chronic disease and cancer. One single night. What kind of cancer? Like across the board? Yeah, it's just like any any like problems with your genes repairing themselves is a risk for cancer. Is a risk for mutations. Is a risk so for gene replication deletions. systems are like out of yeah. Black. Not only are you not creating the stuff that repairs them, but they're also breaking more frequently. I hate this. I know. And now we're just like, <laughs> and that's like obviously tied into immune system, but also just long term like the the ad- addition so people who probably are insomniacs are like it having is, that build up over time oh yeah i read a study about how insomniacs can really tell when other people are tired like like ex- exceptionally well based on like just the way that their faces are like huh. yeah like, it's, it's like you kind of know your own group you yeah, can probably, yeah or, like, or they literally did it with like eye tracking software so it's not like they were consciously doing it but they would their eyes would be drawn to faces that huh. were more tired and it did they didn't say that why. they weren't like detected right they, they were weren't tired. They were just looking at them like instinctively by them yeah yeah probably being like oh my god is that what i look like no. oh my god God, that's so like D- I know, DNA when I replication that. is the coolest shit ever. That yeah. is the stuff in university where I was like, I freaking love science. It's like, like there's a whole other universe inside literal, my body. <laughs> like that's in one of my cells, of which I have so freaking many. There's this is happening all the freaking time. And you think I'm gonna live here for 80 years and this shit's gonna keep working for 80 years? That was amazing. It is so freaking amazing. It blows my mind. Like thinking about, and it's so cool because sometimes you you think the other way where you think about the universe and how vast and huge it is, but it's kind of that same feeling when you think about your cellular body and how detailed and like you were talking about before, like string theory and like how small things get. That's why every time I drink. It's a universe onto itself. And eat Popeyes and my body has to deal with that shit. I'm like, oh my God, first of all, ew, Greg, what are you doing to yourself? And B, it's amazing it even can. You can take in this poison and just like turn it into feces and be like, okay, we're going to keep going. It's like, oh my God, how did you do that? Yeah. How did you take that disgusting shit? You and your pizza, pizza, chicken bites? Okay, this isn't sponsored, but pizza, pizza, chicken bites are freaking the best thing that exists. It's not sponsored because I'm like, it's actually disgusting. I have an addiction. I'm sorry. But think about putting that in your body. You you said you get hangovers from it. Well, yeah, I get like, I realize sometimes I'm not hungover because I often would get them when I was like drinking. So I always would wake up being like, I'm hungover. But then sometimes like I'll get them when I'm perfectly sober and I'm just like having a night watching TV and I'll wake up hungover like it's assault well hangover. what's interesting is that based on the research I was doing about the way your face changes from sleeping if you eat a lot of salt before you go to bed one study I found this is not actually corroborated in very many studies did say that your eyes would be puffier if you had more salt hmm. but then I actually read a couple other studies that said that's not true <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the tough part about science yeah it's really interesting the most recent study said that that was not actually true but it's 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 hard to like think about these things because you just you hear conflicting research all the and time. things that don't bear a lot of um meaning like there's not always a lot of research into like your eyes yeah. being puffy maybe is not that consequential because it's not linked to any other like issues specific so disease. i mean yeah. I'm, I'm surprising they don't understand that but i do but. think it is interesting to think about when like for me and like reading science articles and then reading pop science on top of that you can always not like you can always tell but whenever there's like an article title that is just like too good to be true or just like too that just like, whoa, right. that gives you that instinct to tweet it immediately. You're like, 
Okay, wait. It's probably it's not always yeah. exaggerated, but it's like those are the moments. or it's in rats, you know, like in it's mice. oh wait, it's it's like always. In mice. I mean, which is a the big deal to know the difference. Like the title should say this cures cancer. Oh yeah, in isn't there mice. a Twitter that yeah, does that? I love that's, that. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah. Okay, so what I want to talk about is at final what, study. We're almost out of here, Greg. Oh, but it's not <laughs> even so helpful. It's like keeping my brain. That's going. true. I actually feel less tired. That we I want to go this. play Nintendo. What? I never. What? You watched Euphoria. That's kind of good. It kind of like. Yeah, it's so passive. Okay, what did you learn? Okay, sorry. I mean, like, what's um, your study? Oh my god, I literally can't focus. On them. Okay, so it's about the concept of hallucination and when that comes into sleep deprivation because it does. You can hallucinate from not getting enough sleep. Or in a, oh okay, yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. So losing enough sleep oh can god. lead to hallucinations. You, this is a podcast, is not a visual medium, but I am currently rubbing my eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my lord, above. So this this study was a meta analysis. So it like took a bunch of studies that had done this and like even historical um, accounts because a lot of the time when there was really prolonged sleep deprivation it was actually through things that weren't ethical like torture mm. so it wasn't necessarily actually like studied by scientists but it's like accounts of like what was happening to people when they didn't sleep at all and so it between 24 hours into 11 days that's that's the longest that they ever got with someone who didn't 11, sleep for 11 days. days that and was torture i think i had heard about this though and well i'll let you finish but i'll talk about that 11 days thing after Oh, no, what? Well, I remember them saying after he was finally allowed to sleep, there was actually no long-term damage. Although it's like our studies are probably proving that to be wrong now. But like immediately like he – his cognition at the 11 days was awful. But after he was given Ooh, a few like days psychotic. to sleep, he kind of – he came back to normal and there was no visible difference in who he was. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean that doesn't – that's not totally surprising, is it? No, but now I'm just saying that I've talked about gene alteration and we've talked about immune system. Like he but might have permanently damaged some aspects something. of himself. Yeah. Okay. So the most common form of hallucinations that will happen that could happen to us because they happen between 24 hours to 48 hours are – visual hallucinations that are kind of like a fuzzy vibration that mm. you might not necessarily clock as a hallucination. Right. It's not like you're seeing a paranormal activity. Yes. Like you just like might see a flash. Yeah. Like a demon isn't just like, hello. Right? <laughs> Ooh, that's my biggest fear is hallucinating and having something like that. Happen. Wait, I want really, I want to do shrooms. Have you read Michael Pollan's book about no. hallucination? It's like, okay, I'm, how is I this not like scared to hallucinate. I think I'm too scared. Oh, you should read that book. It's like a very scientific book in it. And I was like, it's, it's just like very pro hallucinatory okay. drugs. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, and I do want to do it like, but with a babysitter. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Let's just do it now. That'll keep me up. No, no that'll be a different allowed. video. Um. Anyways, 24 hours to 48 hours, visual hallucinations mm -hmm. were actually quite common. And then after that, between 48 to 92, that's when you started to get, Um, it's called metamorphosis. Oh, wait, no. Wait, what? <laughs> Metamorphosis. Okay, um, DJ question. This is a DJ game question. Okay, a uh, DJ. This is a DJ, DJ question. question. Okay. What are you saying? What song is that? Sings this. Metamorphosis. Whatever the stress. Whatever I'm going through. Come on and give me a kiss. I recognize Come it, but I don't know it. Is this the chorus? Like, I'm gonna be a metamorphosis. Okay. Is it? It's like an Ashley Simpson or oh like my God, an so close. Tisdale. So freaking close. Okay, so close. Vanessa Hudgens. That world, and it's about puberty and becoming a lady. And she became a lady in front of our eyes. Like, it's not Britney, is it? It's not Britney. It's, it's, it's Disney Britney. A more Disney Britney. Like a more modern? Not more modern, similar time, but a, a, a Disney girl, Disney Family Channel. Just I, uh, Lizzie McGuire was played by. Oh, uh, you're asleep. I. What's her name? Hillary. Hillary Duff. Duff. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton's first single. Oh my god. Hillary. Okay, Duff, you're right. To be honest, when Off of her I album, said Metamorphosis about Ashley puberty, Tisdale, I also pictured. Hillary Duff. Okay, what? All white girls look the same? <laughs> they certainly do. Mitch, I have a headache, man. Okay, I no, no. Headache. We're back. We're back. Like, what What were you going to say about- <laughs> I was just going to say that this matters. Sorry. Like hallucinating, the, visual- Like the audio ones and the touch hallucinations took a lot longer. Touch? Like 
Somato, sorry. <laughs> oh my god, are you melting? Somatosensory hallucinations. That's when it feels like you're no, being touched. Touch hallucinations. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. What did you you said? Touch. Oh, you were like Somatom, sorry. So, <laughs> okay, got it. Yes. Okay. Anyways, Feeling those like take a lot touched. longer. It's visual hallucinations that happen first. Okay. And then psychosis comes in potentially after seventy-two hours. And yeah, that's all of the study found. What about maybe it's not uh, oh auditory hallucinations? Sorry, same thing. It was like it took it took longer between the forty-eight okay. hours, seventy-two mark, and actually past the seventy-two mark, it was like very common to have all types of hallucinations. Wow. And then psychosis, and then like you actually that's become scary. psychotic. Ooh, that's scary. I know. Like I'd rather do. Trans. Should we go to bed? Like, well, okay. B- none of these really severe symptoms ever came. Uh, yeah, like we're not pushing so far. Seventy-two hours, and also right now we've literally just like been awake like normal people stay up till this yes time. oh my god no more people it's okay we shouldn't even really tell people what time it is it's like it's three like we do this all the time yeah i well I, we don't but i think like we're just so primed what we do if we party but we're partying. that's true we, but we we're not using any stimulants we're not haven't had caffeine we're not drinking alcohol or like using anything to keep us up so and we it, got up early yeah anyways okay wow Thank you so much. Okay, I'm like, oh my god, are we gonna listen to this when we have to edit it and be like, this is so? I think it wasn't so bad. I didn't think it was so bad. I'm not that tired. I think I've gone in and out of moments of yawning and being tired, but this has actually helped me get through a big chunk of the night. So thank you everyone, like, for listening and being there for me when I needed you. You might not know this yet, but I'm you're listening to this. But okay, so when you're listening to this, in the past when we recorded this, you were there for us. Mm-hmm. This is like a magical connection. That's a hallucination we are currently experiencing. Wow, the science podcast talking about magical connections <laughs> that are hallucinating. Anyway, no, I think uh, hopefully uh, it was interesting. I think if you haven't, um, I the, feel video, the video should be out as this well if you gr- want to watch us to complete the 36 hours yes. and see where, see where the night takes us from this point on. I feel vulnerable. This would be a good time to be like, I love you. Oh, if you wow. are listening to this, in oh you oh, too oh you <laughs> didn't God. mean me. I did mean you but I <laughs> wow I'm the only person in the room and oh, you didn't my mean God okay me. wait leave me alone I'm talking to them okay <laughs> hey hi yeah oh you're still listening oh my God I mean you must like really like me <laughs> yeah well no if you're listening to this in your ears I think you look really good right now and um. I really like you and I really appreciate you. And if you have actually ever used the hashtag side note podcast, I love you. And so I just want you guys to know that um, you'll hear from us next week. And just that we care about you deeply. (laughs) Deeply. Oh, now it's getting weird. Okay, fiddle my diddle. Okay, let's go. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll uh, see you next week. If we're still alive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.